Hey, welcome everybody. It's time for another episode of Driven by Design. The one show, maybe the only show, that talks about what drives you these days, even in these crazy COVID times. With a couple of guys that are going to drive us uh, crazy, I think, in this uh, next 15 minutes here. They got some crazy ideas. Welcome, if you will, Brian Thompson and his friend, uh, Cassidy. Hey, Brian. This is Cassidy. Now, why do I feel like I've seen Cassidy in a Mariah Carey video? Am I hallucinating? Am I smoking something here today? She's been on TV recently. (laughs) I'm uh, excited to have my friend Cassidy here. Cassidy is a fellow creative. Uh, He's a dancer, and he's been dancing for a long time. Uh, And I don't mean you're old. No, not old. Not old. He's still got good hair. (laughs) But he danced with uh, Gaga, Katy Perry. Uh, Mariah Carreri. <laughs> Who else? Ariana Grande. Yeah, <laughs> I dance. That's what I do. I get to dance, I, and I'm trying to get everybody that I know off my list. So <laughs> at least everybody once. Yeah, he's an amazing dancer. And um, today, we're really, you know, we're doing these short little design snack videos, 15 minutes. And what I want to do is feature people and what they're doing during this quarantine time. To, to, to do something they've never done before. Um, and so I brought on Cassidy because he, he is a professional dancer at the, the top level. He's very humble, but he really has done it at the level that everybody that dances dreams to do. And um, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you've been up to in your home time? Well, I was going to say it's interesting because I feel like so much of our life, uh, we want a break sometimes where we don't have the responsibility of having something to do. Right. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, oh, I wish I had a week off. Right. And I've been able to have a lot of time off where I don't have anything going on. So now I'm kind of regretting that. But what's interesting is during this time, I feel like it's been a lot of self-discovery because a lot of my life, I spend so much time training and dance, right. going to other people's classes, um, learning other people's choreography, working other jobs for people. And this specific time, I spent so much time on like, what is my voice? What is my length? You know, you, yeah. when it comes to fitness, like creating my own workouts and, and watching videos and being inspired and then being like, how can I translate translate this to like the four walls of my house without yeah. weights or, you know, um, not taking class all of a sudden. What is when I hear this music? What is the first thing that I think of when I'm creating? Oh, that's interesting. What does the music make you visualize? Well, what's interesting, I think, as a dancer, sometimes when we hear new music yeah. and we, there's a visual that goes along with it. All of a sudden, whenever I hear that song, I see that visual. Oh, and, interesting. You, you, and, and the visual is dancing, or the visual is, is uh, more esoteric, like pictures and uh, landscapes? And if stuff. the content has been created, yeah. it's hard sometimes if music is brand new to me. If I've already seen what somebody else has done to it, it's hard to veer away from that because I've put an association of movement and music together. You can't unsee what you've seen. Exactly. Yeah. So during this time, since content has been on the low, I've been finding that it's been really uh, beneficial for my own creative process because there isn't referencing for anything that I'm creating right now. It's a blank canvas, literally. Completely blank canvas. And so what does that mean for you? So when you, okay, because that's fascinating, because I know watching you, you're always creating new choreography, meaning new moves that no one's seen before. Is that what you're talking about? Those come to you as a picture? Yes. So I find that 
more so for me, it's musicality. Because with, especially with like pop music and songs that are out on the radio, there's specific beats and rhythms that are in there that are pretty common that makes the body move. Is that and, what, is that what musicality is? Yes. Musicality would be, um, rhythms in a song, instruments in a song, okay. patterns of beats that okay. people create. And so what's been nice with this is that I literally, as you said, have a blank canvas, but when I hear music, I get to hear it differently because it's open to a world of imagination and possibility. Right. Do you know what I mean? And I can all of a sudden tune in and say, what does my body feel to create this rhythm as opposed to what am I pulling from my imagination? So now what I've done is switch the process from mental and then translating it into the body to body translating oh, it into like a mental this it's time. Mm -hmm. So you're so this time because you had a deprivation of the visual that you would normally have, it's in a strange way uh, fodder for creativity. Absolutely. Oh, that's so cool. And um, so if you, tell me, like one of the things I I like is when you're when you're when you're doing when you're getting when you're preparing your uh, choreography. A lot of these terms are new for me too. So <laughs> I'm learning. I learn from heart. <laughs> When you're preparing choreography, it's like you're sketching to me. Yes. You'll you'll try something, and I was wondering if you could tell people about what that looks like. Like, what is your what is the process of designing dance mm -hmm. look like? So, I think the for me the most beneficial process for creating dance is allowing an idea to come out before you've critiqued it and judged it. I found a lot of my time when I was first starting to create, as I'm watching because the way I create is in front of a mirror so right. that I'm able to understand what a camera or an aud audience member will see right from the beginning. Okay. Sometimes from the jump, I'm watching it happen and I'm criticizing it or saying, I don't like it. I don't do this. And the, the seed is never really planted in the ground, given water, air, sunlight, and had a chance to grow. So, so the, so the creativity gets stopped before it gets fertilized. And, and, and why does that happen? That is, for me, that was the beginning of my process because okay. I'm putting judgment into something oh. before it's had an opportunity to become an idea. Oh my God, I love that. So yeah, the, the, the release of judgment allow, is basically allowing the soil to be fertilized. Right, because I think that sometimes with an idea, it just needs a second to one, sit in the body, yeah. have oxygen to grow into something, but mm -hmm. also to understand that a certain move or a couple moves doesn't necessarily dictate the success of it. It's what the entire picture is. So when creating, I think there's times when you have to be super detailed to understand. I think the details help make it look different than other people's. Mm -hmm. But I think you also have to have a, 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 a point of view from stepping back to see what could this mean in a broad scope. And because sometimes, it's for example... A, but, but, but help people, help me understand that. Mm. So the way I relate to it is when I'm first drawing something, I, I don't know what's going to come out, and if I'm if I'm too critical of what's coming out of the paper, it will stop me from sketching. Yes. It, like it has to have a chance to maybe be ugly for a bit yes. before it can be beautiful, or or even that you term that word ugly. Like it, it, it that's if you can, if I can remove that, then it allows it to flow freely. Mm -hmm. um, when you say step back, does that mean? stop and watch yourself or what does that mean it means switching up my perspective on it it okay. means for example so when you were talking about you drawing a car yeah let's say you start you, you're going into what the hood or the top yeah. of the car is going to look like you're like oh i don't like that angle okay, let me try it again oh, i don't like that angle right. i don't like that angle i don't like that well what if you kept going yeah to get the rest of just the, the shell of what the car is going to look like and then you're like oh well what if i switch it up here yeah you've given yourself a chance to to bring something in a bigger scale out yeah. and then you go back and fine tune it 
So it's quote unquote the mistake of the windshield I didn't like then actually becomes a defining moment in the theme because you allowed it to keep going. Mm -hmm. Is that kind of, so how do you, how does that relate to dance? How do you do that? So what I've now done is I've allowed myself to create something and base it off what it feels like in my body as opposed to what it looks like. Because I think what it looks like can be an accessory, mm. but what it feels like is the essence and the integrity. Uh, and, and the emotion? Maybe? And the emotion, all of that. So like when you look at your piece, yeah. you can tell what it felt like when you created it. And, and for me, when I'm dancing, I can tell what the movement feels like along with the music, along with the concept. Then, after I've done that, I can videotape it, look at it, and then be like, oh, well, this would look better with a higher level or a different arm. Then I'm able to decorate, but the bones of it are there are because the, the essence of what was created was in the right space. In the, in the emotional space. Mm -hmm. Like, one of the things I noticed with you is if we're, you will have an emotional experience. Paul, you might find this interesting in your own life. Cassie will have a, an experience in the world that will have an emotional effect on him. And that will feel something in his in your body, mm -hmm. and you'll go home and then translate that feeling into a dance move. Mm -hmm. is, is that? And I think that's probably people something that people don't know that that's that that you're you're sort of observational in your like an author in your life, and you're taking those moments and then translating it into art. And and is that kind of what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, I think as artists. You know, we're not ruled by, well, personally, I, depending on what kind of artist you are, I, th I think with art, we're not really ruled by uh, money and things. Those are things we would like, but we're ruled by expression mm -hmm. and what it feels like for us personally. We do it because it makes us happy. It's because what we have to do, we have to get it out of our system in order to feel fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And so for me, when I'm creating something or performing something, I need to have an emotional attachment to it so that it feels authentic to what I am creating and leaving my imprint on the world. Because then, regardless of what other people think, it is satisfying to why I was given this gift. Because it's my gift to give. Right. It's, it's, your, it's a gift that's been given to you, and it's your gift. And then if you're feeling the authenticity of the emotion, mm -hmm. then it's going to be beautiful. <laughs> because it's so good, and I don't want to lose it. <laughs> that communicates to people watching and because and, and one of the things i think is neat is watching your um your work evolve from a sketch i think of it as a sketch to an actual production which then you know gets bigger and larger and filled out and then you see people doing your moves mm -hmm. what does that feel like when you see this thing that you created in your bathroom right where you do all your sketching my bathroom. He does. He dances. It. It's so amazing. I, I wish I had a bathroom like this. Like amazing. Uh, but then it translates into a space where other people are doing these moves. And, and I. And then eventually it's got, you know, production and lights and it gets bigger. But that real creative essence is the spark. And tell me a bit about what that feels like. I have to say, I think it's probably the best compliment you can give an artist is one acknowledgement of what you do. But having someone else run with something that is a part of you and either find joy in it or find a platform to express your story or your vision, I mean, like, it's a huge honor. Yeah. It's a huge honor. Totally and enough. my whole thing is, like, with my dancing, I just want to make people have an experience in life, whatever that is. 
if good, bad, positive makes them want to move, makes them want to think about something, makes them want to go to therapy. I don't know, whatever it is. No, that's a good, dance is kind of like therapy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember a thing called Authentic Movement in college, which was like this art therapy class I took. And the, 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 the biggest emotional expression was just the moving. So mm-hmm. I can see that being like that. Yeah. Well, and we're the entertainment business. We are people's escape from life. Oh, so I love that. I want people to have an experience that they don't get in their normal life. And if it's simply bobbing their head to the way they feel movement or the way I hear music, success. You That's know? Really cool. Um, as we get ready to wrap up here, um, I want to make sure people can find Cassidy. Where, where's the best place to check you out to see your work? I mean, other than just turn on Mariah Carey's <laughs> Christmas special right now, and he's he's the one he's the one behind Mariah. Who, who is catching her light. I turned it on when we were doing this. He's right there. He like falls off or something here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a meme where she kind of kills him. But that, that even that's an honor. Road. A little, little zap of no, energy. I don't know what she was doing, but yeah. right. But uh, how, besides that, how do people find you? Um, outside of the corner on Robertson, <laughs> where he dances, <laughs> just, <in> the corner. <laughs> he just dances <laughs> just for the heck of it. He just dances around the moon and everything here. Yeah. Listen, it's hard times. Hard time. You got to do, uh, honestly, it's Facebook or Instagram and it's Thumperduce, T-H-U-M-P-E-R-D-U-C-E. It's Cassidy Noblet. Honestly. And if anybody ever has questions or thoughts, I really try to answer every single person that reaches out. Yeah. Um, well, the only question I have is what the heck is Thumperduce? Why, why, what the heck? It's, it's an easy thing. So I, I have flat feet and I'm a dancer, which should not be working. What? Right. I, I, know used, that. I have completely, I mean, literally like <laughs> Waffle House. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but they used to call me Thumper in school because my feet were so flat like the rabbit. But then two is my lucky number, my sports number, and my birthday. So Thumper Deuce Thumper is Deuce, my all right. handle. And his spirit. Well, both of us have spirit animals. Yeah. What are they? Rabbits. No. <laughs> like, he's like he's like a hoppy bunny, and I'm sort of like that big, big fat heavy rabbit that just kind of sits back with his feet up in the air and martini. It's a different kind of rabbit. Yeah. So he spends all his time. Harvey. I'm, I'm old enough to remember the Jimmy Stewart movie Harvey with the giant drinking rabbit that followed him around. Nah. Yeah, exactly. Spirit animal. <laughs> exactly. Some people say Alexis Rose. I actually think it's that rabbit. Anyway, <laughs> but he's the dancer rabbit. All anyway, right. Well, uh, and you. On, I was just going to say, do you think it's going to, uh, when we, when the sun shines through again here, is our creativity going to burst or have we, have we just been burned out? We're just, are, some people oh, say we're I just a big we're burst. Seeds. I yeah. feel like we're planting seeds right now and 2021 is going to be the growth. What about you? I agree. Well, art always thrives in crisis. Yeah. Art oh, always thrives in suffocation. Point. So I think that there's been a lot of preparing. I think there's a lot of things happening. And I think that the eagerness to put out, uh, and express is going to be immense, especially when the gates are open. So I put out. Oh, you mean Santa Monica and Robertson? <laughs> That's where it happens. Table. All right. I got to go up and uh, look at that neighborhood here. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. I think that's going to do it for today because you've, uh, you've driven us right through the uh, 15 minutes here. There we go. We're driving along. Right here on Driven by Design, the one show, the only show that really takes a look at what's driving you these days. Right here in Orange County's only community radio station, OCTalkRadio.net. <laughs>